Hey everyone, Dr. Richard Lai here with Study Acupuncture With Me. I'm a physical therapist and acupuncturist, and today's episode is episode number 15. Today, we're going to talk about the looking paler and we're going to inspect the face. So before we talk about that, let's go into our positive quote of the day. So today's positive quote comes from Ken Poirot, P-O-I-R-O-T. And the quote is, today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. And this quote really means something to me right now because I'm spending the time creating this podcast because I want to build the tomorrow that I want. I love creating these podcasts. I love creating the YouTube videos. It really makes me happy to edit these, create the content, compartmentalize the education because I feel like it really helps you. And I just really enjoy the process. So here I am spending the time when everyone else is asleep. I'm building the tomorrow that I want. And I hope that this quote helps you too. All right, so now let's dive into the looking pillar. So this episode, we're going to go over one element of visual diagnosis. You know that we have four pillars in Chinese medicine when we examine our patients, the first of which is the looking pillar or the visual pillar or the inspection pillar. So we can inspect our patient. We can look at different parts of their body visually and assess for any Uh, abnormal conditions based on the changes that we see in their skin, in their joints, etc. We look for changes in moisture, changes in color, changes in texture, amongst many other things. And these changes correspond to different patterns. And that's how we're going to choose the most appropriate treatment approach based on the treatment diagnosis that we come up with. And that's how we get the best and most unique treatment approach for our patients. So this episode, we're going to dive into exactly how we inspect the face. So first, I think it's important that we recognize that when we evaluate any part of a person's body, we have to realize what we are doing clinically because we are clinicians. So when we evaluate our patient, everything we find can be related to chi and blood because chi is the commander of blood. Blood is the mother of chi. And how well your chi is flowing, how well your blood is flowing, how well the different parts of whatever we're assessing are in harmony or in balance within whatever system that we're assessing, our assessment of that balance is actually representative of the health and status of chi and blood. So when we evaluate our patient, we talk to them, we look them right in the eye, we take in all the information from a visual perspective of what their eyes tell us, what their face tells us as well. And when we look at their face, what do we look for? We look to see how healthy their complexion is and how normal their complexion is. So what does a healthy normal complexion compose of? So a healthy normal complexion composes of four parts. The first of which is luster. Luster means shine. Like how shiny, how much luster is in your patient's face? How vibrant does their skin look? Does their skin look bright? Is it glowing? Or is it dark and gloomy? Is there a gray tone to their skin? Does it look lifeless? A normal healthy complexion means that when we look at their face, we're going to see brightness, we're going to see skin that's vibrant and glowing, meaning the health and status of their chi is appropriate. Number two thing that we look for in a normal healthy complexion of the face 
is the hue of the face, H-U-E. And for a normal healthy complexion, it means that the patient has a slightly reddish hue. And that lets you know that their chi and blood is healthy. So a slightly reddish hue is normal and healthy. And any deviation from that, that means that the health and status of their chi and blood might be compromised. And with the face, you can actually even go a step further and make a correlation between the hue or the color of their face and their heart. A slightly reddish hue in their complexion, it means that their heart has a good supply of heart blood. And we can go even a step further and we can say that the face has a relationship with the heart. The heart has a relationship with the mind. So a good supply of heart blood, because we see that there's a slightly reddish hue in the complexion of their face, it also means that the mind is healthy. Because what's housed in the blood? What's housed in the blood is the mind. So if there's a slightly reddish hue in the complexion of their face, their health and status of their blood is normal, and also their mind is also in good shape. Because again, blood is the residence of the mind. And then the third component that we look for in a normal healthy complexion is, um, it's termed contained, right? The color of their face is contained. So what does contained mean? It means that we can see without too much trouble the color underneath the skin. Like, for example, when you look at your patient and the patient looks pale, right? Their face looks pale as a bedsheet. That means the color is too far under the skin. Or if you look at your patient and their patient is red, like super red in the face, like, like when you get really embarrassed or when you're drinking alcohol, right? It's like the color overly saturated the skin. It's not just contained in the skin because the normal healthy complexion is contained in the skin. And any deviation from that would mean there's some sort of pathology. And then lastly, but not leastly, for our normal complexion of our patient's face, is that we would see moisture, a normal amount of moisture. So when we look at their face, when we look at their skin, is their skin firm? Does it look nice and moisturized? Or is there a deviation from this for a normal healthy complexion? For example, is their skin dry? Do you see flakiness? Or is their skin even overly oily or overly shiny? All of that deviates from a normal, healthy complexion, which is just firm skin that's nice and moisturized. Now, all of your patients are going to meet all four of these components, right? It's not always going to be perfect. If you think back to all the patients you saw in clinic, or even people you just saw on the train today, their nose might have been really red. You look at their face, might be really pale, might be dry. Even if you were able to see their lips, maybe the lips were looking really pale or maybe very red. And even when you look at their overall face, it might have even just been different colors all around, right? So different parts of a person's face can tell you a lot about the health and status of their chi and blood. So just as important as we talk color, it's also important to talk about where we see that color. Because in acupuncture, right, which is so complicated, there's so many correspondences that we have to learn in acupuncture. And these correspondences are also on the face and the different parts of the face. So in acupuncture, we learn a lot about microsystems, micromaps, whatever you want to call it. There are two popular microsystems of the face. One is from simple questions and the other one is from simple axis. So now the microsystem in simple questions is less complicated. So we'll talk about that one since this format is a podcast on your face. 
you've got a couple areas that correspond to certain organs. So according to simple questions, in your forehead, your cheeks, your nose, and your chin. So your forehead. My forehead is very big. I've been told that I have a five head, which is the number five, instead of a forehead, the number four. But if you look at this diagram from simple questions, you're going to see that the forehead corresponds to the heart. So jokes on everyone that called me five head in fourth grade because y'all just basically said that I have a very big heart. And the forehead corresponds to the heart. <laughs> so ha. And in simple questions, we also have the cheeks. The cheeks correspond to the lung and the liver, the right cheek being the lung and the left cheek being the liver. So if you touch your own right cheek right now, touch your own right cheek and say lung, then touch your left cheek and say liver. And annoyingly enough, like I want to relate this to anatomy. And if you know anatomy of your body, the liver is on the right side of the body, right? Whereas in this microsystem, the liver is on the left cheek. So you can't really correlate that appropriately. So I just remember that it's annoying that it's not on the same side as it is anatomically in the body. And, you know, we're all right. So the liver is on the left side, the cheek, but in our body, anatomically, it's on the right side. So now touch your nose. The nose is corresponding to the spleen. That's a pretty simple one. And then lastly, but not leastly, touch your chin. And your chin corresponds to the kidneys. So the forehead is to the heart, the right cheek is to the lung, the left cheek is to the liver, the nose is the spleen, and the chin is the kidney. So now what's the point? What's the point of knowing all that when you're examining your patient? Well, it all depends on what color you find. And if that color corresponds normally to what that organ normally corresponds to. For example, the heart corresponds to the color red. Reddish hues on your forehead would be normal. But what if you look at your patient and you see yellow, yellow hues, or even blue hues, or white hues, right? Yellow, for example, might mean that there's phlegm attacking the heart. Since yellow is the color of earth, earth pathology is related to dampness or phlegm. So a yellow hue on the forehead might relate to phlegm attacking the heart. Or if they have a blue tint to their forehead, it might mean that there's some cold attacking or stagnating in the chest or the heart. So if the color and the location match according to correspondence, that means the health and status of that organ is normal. But if the color and location don't match, then there could be some pathology. So for example, if you notice there's a yellow-green hue on their cheeks, right? Normally, the patient's overall complexion would have a healthy, slightly reddish hue. But for this patient, you notice that there's some tints of yellow-green, especially just right on their cheeks. And you know the right cheek corresponds to the lung. The left cheek corresponds to liver. So yellow-green could mean that there's some yellow, which again is the color of earth, which relates to dampness or phlegm. And then that green could also be related to liver. But, you know, you need more data, right, from your other parts of your examinations if you want to solidify some sort of pattern. But you can see how like this is very useful, right? It can add data to your diagnosis, or it can even help you rule out certain diagnoses. Uh, so for example, if your patient has a headache, and they're saying that they're irritable, and you palpate their pulse, and you find that their pulse is wiry, right? Immediately, you're saying, 
oh yeah, that's Liver Young Rising. And then you look at their face, you look at their overall complexion, you look at their cheeks. Maybe you notice that they have yellow green cheeks. So potentially, your examination is going to lead you to, you might say that they have some liver young rising. And then the yellow hue, maybe you start to notice that they have some phlegm signs as well, right? It's all in the details. The details matter. So of course, you would find that out through a thorough examination and you would solidify that. Another example is like if your patient's coughing and they're coughing up, you know, blood and you notice that, you know, when you look at their pulse, it's rapid. You look at their cheeks, it's red. You look at their lips, it's red. And you might say that there's something up with the lung, right? Instead of the liver because they're coughing too. So maybe they have some lung heat or some other pattern, right? Depending on what comes out of your evaluation. Because remember, in this episode, we're only talking about someone's complexion and the organ areas on their face. We're only talking about really just one data point. And in acupuncture, for the most part, one part doesn't really necessarily mean that you automatically point to one pattern right away because you're an acupuncturist. So you have to do a thorough evaluation. And that thorough evaluation is only going to lead you to the best diagnosis. And that best diagnosis that you come up with through a thorough evaluation is going to lead you to the best treatment principle for your patient. So that principle is the same for all the other organ areas of the face and all the other colors that you're going to find on the face. So if the color that you see, the color you find through your inspection is congruent with that organ's correspondence, then there's some healthy balance there with their chi, with their blood. But if the organ and color, it doesn't match, it means that it's not a good situation, right? It's not a healthy situation. If you look at their nose, the nose is a spleen. You would expect there to be some sort of yellowish hue, but you find that they have a greenish hue. Right? So maybe that's something related to the liver, right? Because green pathology is liver pathology. So maybe the liver is affecting the spleen or the stomach. And more often than not, when these two things are related, we find that there's some wood invading earth. Sort of that kind of situation going on. Because normally someone's nose should have a slightly yellowish hue, specifically related to the spleen. And their overall complexion, if they're healthy, would mean that it's slightly red. Now, based on your thorough examination, you discover that the patient's nose is slightly green. And you also find out through your rapport building that they've been really stressed out because they've been fighting with their spouse while they're eating. And they're coming to you because they have abdominal issues, digestion issues, bowel issues. So all those data points added together, it's going to give you a pathology like cheese stagnation. And that cheese stagnation is causing their abdominal issues. So then when you look at the green on the nose, that makes more sense, right? Okay, so that does it for this episode, a very short, sweet episode of Study Acupuncture with me. I hope that you're enjoying these podcasts. I'm uploading as many as I can, and I'm going to continue to work on these podcasts and the YouTube and all the other ones. Just leave comments, leave reviews of what kind of episodes that you want, and I'll create them all. As always, leave a review on a podcast or comment on YouTube. Make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. Shoot me a direct message on social medias and be sure to find the website www.studyacuwithme.com. On that website, I do have free materials that can help you on your journey. So until next time, God bless and happy studying.